from the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the G and Ursula Show with G. Scott and Ursula Voitine. Good morning, everybody, and thank you for listening to the G and Ursula Show. Good morning to you, Ursula. Good morning. Coming up after Heather's newscast at 1030, we're going to talk about how Microsoft made history yesterday. And also, there is a familiar name that is going to come back to The Daily Show. And I was thinking, maybe this person will help me and maybe you get through the election season. I'm just trying to think of how we're going to get through 2020, 20, 24. I mean, we're, we're only, what, 25 days into the new year? Ursula, I saw you. You said, you said there's a text yesterday. <laughs> and, and, and the thing is, is if you say something like that, you even say, well, go ahead and tell me what you said. I said it's going to be a long year. <laughs> long. <laughs> long year. But we promise that we're going to try to use this show as a way to be a yeah. cleansing palette. And anytime we talk cleansing, about yes, that, we're gonna chef's to got the music some, ready. Yeah, we're going to, exactly. We're just going to try to bring some calming music. Mm-hmm. But right now, let's get to it. What's new at 10? Hey, I I should take note, though. Um, Do you know that it is now going to be uh, from here on out? Today is the first day of this year when the sun is going to set at five o'clock and then it's just going to keep getting lighter and lighter and lighter. So I got to make sure I bring that. But I'm kind of wondering if the fact that we have these dark, dreary days and just such long stretches of gray, uh, is it possible that all this darkness can make uh, us produce some odd characters? <laughs> and the reason. Ursula, you know, Ursula. Okay, this is not know, my newsy side. This is me just being I, silly. I was trying to see where you was going. Yeah. Because okay. it, it could. It could. <laughs> well,. Because I'm reading this story, and I said, of course, why does he have to be from Seattle, a city I love so much? Okay, so a Seattle man has been charged with stalking and harassment after he was arrested near Taylor Swift's home in Tribeca uh, in in New York. So his name is David Crow. He's 33. He was reportedly spotted near her home close to 30 times just over the past two months, repeatedly asked to leave. He, uh, I, I see here, I'm reading through a, a couple of articles. He was dumpster diving. He was just doing everything he could uh, to be especially creepy. Like he's trying to find her garb, like dig through her garbage. Find identifying items in the dumpster. Yeah, took out some blankets and he just went sat down. Uh, it, like, w- what is he actually thinking? Like, she's gonna stop and say, uh, "Hi, let's let's chat." Right. Um. Anyway, uh. So, her townhouse has been broken into several times when she was not home. Stoppers, uh, stalkers have been uh accused in those break-ins. Okay, I I, I don't want to say is there something. You know, oddball about Seattle. I mean, they're just these stories. It's like, okay, why, why did it have to have a Seattle connection? I guess. <laughs> no, no. But I think the other thing I want to talk about Serial is killers her, her level. Pacific Northwest. Right. Go ahead. Right. I mean, and 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 some people have uh, alluded or or deducted that uh, it's because um, 
you know, one of the things is that we live in the Pacific Northwest right. and there's something to be said about not having enough light. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in any case, you and I were talking just during the break, t- Taylor Swift and her level of stardom. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. I said, I said, you ask if, if anybody has been a star like this. Of course, the first thing that comes to mind for me is Michael Jackson. And then I said, no, I don't think so. And then Chef goes, what about the Beatles? And I don't think that we could really... Uh, can't down that. Like the Beatles is probably. I don't think anybody was more famous than them. I'm just taking to account of um, with social media and with the reach that social media has. Because look, there was a point in time in the fifties and sixties that somebody didn't even have a television, right? You know, you know, not, or, or electricity or anything. I'm not saying that. That's, I mean, of course, there's people who don't have internet. I know that. But this Taylor Swift is is. Uh, how about this? Instead of saying she is the most um, famous or popular person or ever, how about just as of right now, nobody is more famous than Taylor Swift right now. I know. I mean, she just got Times Person of the Year. Now the NFL's all over her because uh, she's got her relationship with Travis Kelsey. I'm just curious, though. Text us on our Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. 888-973-5476-888-973 Cairo. And I ask those of you who are not even Swifties and are like, oh, sick of Taylor Swift. Like, who has reached that level of stardom? Like, it, 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 in today's world, and then also, like, who who would you like in her? What, what level would you put her at? Because it's pretty incredible. I, I don't, Ursula, seriously, like, outside of... Well, first of all, it's going to be entertainment, right? So whether it's sports or music or something like that, it's going to be whoever that person is, it's going to be an entertainment realm. So I don't know that anybody is close. Now, let's talk Something about who, like would, Prince? who would be number Michael Jackson. I mean, uh, well, Beyonce. I mean, I think she's surpassed Beyonce. Certainly. Absolutely surpassed yeah. Beyonce. But this is the level she's at right now. I think Taylor Swift is at the level of, yes, she has her fans, she has the Swifties, but here's what I'm trying to understand. Why do so many people who supposedly don't pay attention to her dislike her so much? Because she why gets do so you, much attention. Why do you get, like, why does it bother you? It feels like it bothers so many people that she, that she showed. Like, for example... At the football games. Like, oh my goodness, every time it is ruining my football experience. But if I go through your social media, I've never seen you watch a Cowboy game and talk about how much they talk about a show Jerry Jones. I've never saw you watch UFC and talk about how much they show Donald Trump. Like, why is there so much anger? Is it? Is it because... She's a woman? I was going to say is that. Is it because might be she's a woman? It. Is it because you're insecure? I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't know that anyone's going to admit that that's the reason. But uh, I I think that it's hard to escape any news about her. I I mean, I will say that. Mm -hmm. And she does a fantastic job of keeping herself in the limelight. I think I can ask why, why, answer why people find it kind of annoying. Mm. 
because it is, you know how we get annoyed by the personalized ads that follow us around the internet? Like Taylor Swift is like the ad that a lot of people don't want them to follow them around wherever they go. I mean, she's a direct reflection of commercial culture in the United States and around the world and kind of the pinnacle of that. And so to constantly have like this glaring pop icon being thrown in my face, right? It's just a reminder of the society we live in. And one of the features is that we have to deal with radical marketing efforts that reach every level of our lives, no matter where we are. Yeah. I just don't like having Taylor thrown in my face and the Swifty lifestyle posted upon me. Another thing okay, wait, she, a couple of people have brought up a, a, a few different people. Okay. Muhammad Ali, Frank Sinatra, Elvis. Elvis. Yeah. For, Elvis. for his yeah. time, Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that... Like, Muhammad um, Ali, no doubt. Um, I, I think there are also people maybe who don't like the, the fact that she has spoken you know, politically. Uh, mm-hmm. She does... She makes a big difference when it comes to getting out the vote and specifically for Democratic voters. Mm-hmm. So I think among some conservatives, she's not their favorite person. Sure. Candace Owens has right. a real thing against. Before we move Taylor. off this, and, and I'm glad you went this way, because I think that the way I was going to go about this topic was going to be kind of dark. I was going to ask some questions here. Um, have you ever stalked somebody? Has have you ever? When I, used, I, say, I used to think that I was going to get married to John Travolta. <laughs> How far did you go with that? Um, bought his cassette tape. Okay, all right. Uh, I, I mean, was say, Ursula <laughs> Travolta has a nice ring to a, it. I had a poster. I, mean, I thought I was going to. No, I really I say, thought I was going to marry. When him. I say stalk, because a lot of people, no, I've never a lot of people tr- like to try to justify, it, like, well. I went to uh, an ex-boyfriend's house when he wasn't there, and I was just kind of waiting for him to come home. But technically, that wasn't stalking. But there's some people out there that, because going back to why this happens in the first place, I think that there are some unhealthy things that occur that people try to justify with their actions, whether it's stalking or, excuse me, whether it is checking up on the ex or checking up on the person that you would like to date or coincidentally being at the same coffee shop as the person, <laughs> as your coworker or something like that. Oh, yeah. Like there's some Or they're weird just complete, completely delusional and think they might actually have a chance with that person. Right. And, and if they go dumpster diving and uh, go by her place for th- you know thirty different times, mm-hmm. uh, that they might have a chance. A little weird, but uh, any case, okay. Yeah. Okay, let's move on mm-hmm. because uh, now I want to get to something uh, meatier. Um, should your city or county be allowed to pass an income tax? A new initiative would make it illegal for cities and counties to do so. So this is being bounced around in Olympia, Initiative 2111, 2111, 2111, I'm guessing, right. uh, has been certified by the Secretary of State. If lawmakers choose not to pass it, though, you will get a chance to vote it on it in November. So you and I often talk about how we are one of the most regressive. We used to be the most regressive um, tax uh, state in the country, but now t- we're number two. Number two. Uh, and and we have talked about how there are people who will argue against um, a state income tax and say, you know, that 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 they would just automatically say, no, it's against the Constitution. And I understand that argument. So it's not that I'm, I'm saying that's not an argument. It is an argument. Yeah. Um, but we often talk about, OK, we're, we're a regressive tax state, mm-hmm. um, but not. Everybody has that explanation as to well, what does that really mean? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and and basically it's 
the poorest people are paying the biggest proportion. And it's not the biggest total amount because a lot of times people will come back and say, well, no, the rich. I mean, have you seen the figures? Right. And yeah, but uh, here specifically, um, you know, so we're, we're second after Florida. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the state of Washington, we let's see, the lowest 20 percent will pay close to 14 percent of their income in taxes, middle 60 percent, 10 percent. And then the top 1% pays 4%, just over 4%. Right. As soon as you start talking, our good friend Lily in North Mason County comes in and says, no income tax. Yeah. And so I want to talk about that because you guys know that every time this topic comes up, I bring it up. And it feels like we all have the same discussion. And But at the same time, even when you say, Ursula, no income tax, right? Cool. Do we still want to keep with this? And when you when you just gave the very simple numbers, when the bottom 20 percent of income makers here in this state pay 14 percent of their income, as opposed to the top one percent of the income earners, they make they they pay out three to four percent. One, nobody's going to disagree that that's not fair. I just wonder if the same way. It is baked into the Constitution here locally of no income tax. Can't we do something? Because you, because you guys always say, "Well, as soon as you do that, then we'll be double taxed." Mm-hmm. No, I don't well, that think. Is, and that's a real concern. Just because I don't think <clears throat> I've seen a, a, anything in our recent history that shows that someone will, uh, someone in Olympia will be willing to give us back some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to, I mean, it's just like, okay, if you're going to be taxed here, then you're going to be taxed here, you're going to be taxed here. I understand that sentiment. But how do we get it to where, Ursula, and you help me understand this, how do we get it to where we vote against our own best interests sometimes? It is already baked in our mind. As soon as that dang on G brings up income tax, I got a text for him and say, no, 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 no. Why? How come we can't come off this hill and realize that the longer we do this, it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. For yeah, the because, so it's got two, two things come to mind. Which change yeah. change is hard. And uh, and then the other thing is uh, the Constitution. And that's always going to be brought up. But the reality is if we could get rid of the other stuff and then do the state income tax, um, I... <laughs> I think people who argue against it might be surprised that it actually benefits them. And a lot of times the people who are the most vocal about opposing it Mm -hmm. are some of the people who could benefit most from it. I think one of the biggest challenges to this, aside from getting it through voters' heads, is is what do you do with city funds, right? So let's say uh, legislators really got it together, and they say, We're, we want to pass sweeping tax reform. We're going to institute an income tax in Washington state, and simultaneously, we are going to repeal the state sales tax, so you will not be double taxed, Right. You're that still going to awesome. get double taxed because Washington state's sales tax rate is six and a half percent. But cities have their own sales tax rate. So like in Linwood, you would still be paying four point one percent sales tax in the city. 
And if we decide to repeal sales taxes statewide, including min- municipalities, like what does Linwood do for money to pay for cops, for firefighters, for libraries, etc.? And every single other city in the state is, is going to be looking at that same problem. And I don't know if taking away only 6.5% of sales tax is going to make up for the income tax. Okay. I'll, I'll ask this and make it very simple. Yeah. What do you feel in your heart is more fair? The current system in which we have right now, that every time Ursula, when she knows she likes to have some news for us at the top of the hour, and she's telling us about some new sales tax or an income tax. Which, which one do you feel is more fair? If you say to me, gee, I think what's happening right now is more fair, then I'll stand down. I won't even bring up income tax ever again. I I so far have seen one person who has said that her financial person thinks that she, as a retired person, would would be harmed by a state income tax. Okay. But, but, But did you see how I asked that? I asked you what you feel would be more fair, a state income tax or the way it currently is right now. Yeah, Tim in Anacorta says, we can't come off this hill, G, because you cannot trust the state government to lower taxes in other areas to compensate. Are, That's my it. question, I know, though. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm saying. Are they going to lower taxes if we don't change it? No, they're going to continue to go up. <laughs> I was gonna say, that's why I said there has been no history. There's no history that shows us that they're going to lower the tax. How come ain't nobody go? Uh, somebody texted and said, gee, life ain't fair. <laughs> that's all you got for me? <laughs> <laughs> we have the capacity to change, people. <laughs> if I could change. Uh, right now, I can't even keep up with our text line. It's going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> keep keep it up though. Muckle Shoot Casino is our text line. 888-973-5476-888-973-Kyra. Ursula, I'm just going to tell you, I love you and Chef. Y'all didn't answer it, and neither have they. Income tax is more fair. It, and, it's clear. And income tax is it's more fair. Clear. Absolutely. Thank you. Just trying to have you, like y'all going to answer that question. Coming up next. Coming up next. Um, I'm, I'm going to tell my co-host right here in front of y'all. She's excited. About the new host coming to The Daily Show. Me, I'm like, uh, uh. I'll let you guys decide if you guys are excited about the host that's coming back to The Daily Show. We'll do that next. Gene Ursula. Ursula Show. It is a Thursday, January 25th. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. So Wall Street bosses are saying, you know what? We've had it. Those of you who are still working remote and knowing that we want you back into the office, we are threatening now. We're, 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 we're done with your nonsense. Apparently, they're issuing warning letters, or as the Bank of America likes to call them, letters of education to workers who have not been coming into the office as much as their bosses would like them to. So 
they've got 165,000 people who work for Bank of America, and they're now supposed to show face in the office at least three days a week. But some are still holding out. And so now they're saying that you are receiving a letter of education for failure to follow the minimum expectation regarding your work location set by blah, blah, blah. And so they're giving workers two weeks to comply or they will face further disciplinary action. You know, Chef said it best this morning when I was getting out of my car. I was on the phone and I was listening. He definitely said it best. You know what, Ursula? I don't I really don't understand what it is like to tell my employer what I'm not going to do. However, I've seen firsthand how it can be done. And I see firsthand how there are certain employees that can do whatever they want. And there's some employees that can't. I am under the belief that whatever my employer says I'm going to do because I like money. I like to keep my job. I don't want to be fired. So maybe you who have been in management, maybe you can help us understand when we hear you talk about what Bank of America is doing. There's a lot of us that don't understand. There's a lot of us that just looks at Bank of America or any other employer that says it's your fault that you can't get your employee back in the office. If you say to do something and they don't do it, fire them. Well, that's exactly what what I'm wondering, uh, because this is not the first time that they've asked employees to come. So these are all people. The people who are getting these letters are people who they've already approached before saying, hey, you're not coming in like we want you to. How hard is it to say you've got until now to bring your butt into the office? And if you don't, you clearly don't value your job and goodbye. I don't I don't get that unless we're talking about managers who are also not following the company's rules. Now, that happens quite often. I do know I have found out that there are some situations where they might work for the county or the city and there might be some directors. Right. And so when the directors are not doing those things, it will filter down. So I think you just nailed it. I think that there are some managers, submit managers that maybe they love the whole work from home and they're trying to do it as long as possible because some of them have moved. Right. Some of them have moved away. That's another big problem. You bought a house in Montana, but you still work in Seattle. Some people are allowed to keep that luxury of still working from another state. Some people aren't. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, Bank of America only has itself to blame if this latest thing doesn't work, because clearly there's a lack of respect there when they're telling you when you're telling them you need to come in we really need you to come in and they're still not doing it it's like that parent who keeps counting okay i'm going to count to 3 right. 1 2 the kid's not budging 2 and a half 2 and 3 quarters 2 and 5 eight, like is- is Bank of America scared? Like, I mean, is Bank of America scared? Are, are they trying to say, hey, gee, these jobs, nobody wants them? Is that what they're saying? Are they saying that nobody wants these jobs out here? Because you can easily replace them. Like me, personally, I could be easily replaced at this job. If I don't want to do my job, there's thousands of people that will want to do <laughs> no, this job. not true. Yeah, it is. Not true, but maybe five. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Probably more like five. Okay. Hey, uh, just, you know, this is an election year, 2024, and uh, there's news now that someone is going to be back behind the desk at The Daily Show. Hey, everybody, welcome to The Daily Show. 
Eight years after retiring as host, Comedy Central says Jon Stewart will be back to lead the show as a part-time host and full-time executive producer every Monday through this year's presidential election cycle. The show's correspondents will take turns hosting on other nights. The Daily Show has been operating without a permanent host since Trevor Noah's exit in 2022. And Stewart's also been busy with other projects, including his own comedy show on Apple TV Plus called The Problem. That was canceled over creative differences last year. Monica Ricks, CBS News. All right, look, this is what I like about Jon Stewart. I love it when he goes after corporations. I love it when he really tells the truth. I love it when he attacks all of the folks. Inflation, inflation, when he goes after corporate greed. I really love that part. He, I don't think anybody slices and dices up corporate America better than Jon Stewart. Him being back, I'm like, hmm. as far as he's coming back to, I mean, a lot of people are like, hey, 2024, right in time for the election. And I'm just like, this is just going to, I think it's going to help. Yeah. You know who? I mean, it, I am I was really excited about it, but then I started thinking, like, when was the last time I even watched The Daily Show? <laughs> And I think it's just indicative of of how big of a year this is. Um, but you know, not everyone is thrilled with him returning. I happen to think he's very smart. Uh, yeah, and I I like to hear what he says. But I mean, I also get it that that uh, it can be very divisive as well. So, so this uh, is their plan the whole time, huh? Because they, they they literally had guest hosts the entire time after Trevor Noah, and I was wondering like when are they going to hire someone? And it's like oh. John Stewart's back on, but it's, I think it's just but on it's Mondays, only right? On Mondays, on Mondays yeah. and he's going to be producing too. So yeah, but that's going to make it well, so tough. A, okay, what a great gig, though. I mean, isn't this dude's going to work one day a week? Okay, maybe a little more since he's also going to be I, I, I mean, producing. Look, there, there, there's a part of me, right, <laughs> that lays in bed in the morning, right, and I'll be sitting there. Let me take, let me take y'all through it. So I'll be laying there in the bed when it's time to get out of bed, and I'll be wondering, and I say to myself, self. How how are other people able to dictate how many days that they work a week? And self, how is it that every single morning you have to get up and you have to do exactly what you're supposed to do? But then somebody else is able to work as many days as they want. Is that because you have to bring something of great value oh, to the table, you, Chef. G. Thank you, Chef. Uh, I, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate well, it. You just if, got it me makes, if, if it makes you feel better, thirty-five years later, I don't feel like I can just show up when I want to. Well, Ursula, you are you know, a minority. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at it that way. <laughs> I don't look at it that way. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. I think we need a break. Okay, yeah, break it is. Hey, Ursula, I was looking at scenarios, and there's no better scenario than the scenarios in which I know you're going to be uncomfortable. Are you ready for this? Yes. All right. We're going to do this next. Let's see how uncomfortable Ursula can get. See you, Ursula. Scenarios is brought to you by 1-800-DUI-AWAY. Ursula, my man Nick even played the tunes for you. Mm. Get you ready. Oh, uh, yeah. Prime you up. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Scenarios. All right, Ursula. 
I'm sitting on a bit of a digital time bomb here. I recently discovered that my wife used to be an internet sensation. She made a lot of money on OnlyFans. I found out when my buddies showed me some explicit videos of her. One of the guys subscribed and told everyone else. Yeah, you heard that right. My friends have seen my wife in ways that only a husband should. Actually, I haven't seen her this way in some of these things. But anyways, now the videos are old and she hasn't posted anything since we got together. But they're still out there and apparently they're still making money for her. Well, I guess for us, that is. I casually asked her about it, asking why she still had them up. And she said, of course, it makes money, but I don't do it anymore. And then I told her that my friends have seen them. And she told me, well, get new friends, because what kind of pig pays for that crap anyways? When I pressed her more, she told me how much money she was making. And it's more than I thought was possible. She's making more money on those old videos than I make at my job right now. She says she earned it, made the business before we were married, and I have no right to that money. The thought of my friends, and God knows who else seeing and talking about her, makes me crazy. And she won't share the money with me. Now, we're supposed to be partners. I'm at a crossroads here. How do I navigate this digital disaster that's putting a strain on my relationship? I could really use some advice. 888-973-5476 is the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. I love it when you look at me like that, Ursula. You have the bat first. This just sounds like a very unhealthy relationship, first of all. Yes. Okay. Uh, and and lis- listening to the way it, he stated everything, it sounds like he started off being upset that his buddy saw his wife in ways that maybe he hasn't even seen. Uh, but then it kind of devolved into now it's about the money that she's making on the side. And it's more than like, how did all of this happen without him knowing? I mean, they're married. Now, that, I'm that, that sorry. Can, that, can, that can happen. Like yeah. she had the only fans. He doesn't subscribe. Has. Huh? Has. Still has. Still has it, uh, but, 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 that, she that's an issue. but she's not current on it. That doesn't it. matter. It's As she said, it's still there for people to see, and it's still making her money. I'm sorry, but that's lying by omission in my book. If I have something like that in my past, something that obviously could make my future partner, life partner, upset, uh, I would want to have those things laid out before we get married. I am getting ready to argue against that. What? I'm going to argue against that. Okay. If, uh, if, no. there, if there are certain things in your like, past... Like that an you- OnlyFans account that still generates money? Yes. If there are certain things... Yes. I, like you need to disclose that. Okay. If I had a previous life as a sex worker, uh, yeah, I would probably tell my future husband. Should you tell about your number, too? Should you tell about all? Should you be very specific as to what your wait, past wait, has wait, been? I haven't even said that. I, 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 I'm not even suggesting that. I'm just saying, hey, I have this um, OnlyFans account that many people have seen. It's bringing me a lot of money. People can continue to see it. Do you have an issue with that? Okay. Should, should, she, should she shut it but, down? But should he, she shut it but down? But he also... Well, here's the question. Is it going to continue um, 
getting them. I mean, what's his biggest issue? The money or the fact that it exists? It sounds like a little bit of both. The money, because she's not. Yeah. He's not getting any of it. Yeah. And then also the fact that his buddies yeah. have seen it. I I cannot tell you whether she should shut it down or not. Mm-hmm. But they need to work through that whole thing. And I think there's a level of trust that has been that that has been damaged. Like a lot of trust that has been damaged in my book. If my husband told me. After the fact that he's got an account. That is, oh no! That, that now that's in my see. head. Yeah, no. <laughs> you did it. You did this. I said if my husband. I was talking theoretically, not. It's still on. hypothetically in yeah, my head. Yeah, hypothetically in my head. You know, it wouldn't be a bad thing. Right. I have a very handsome husband. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chef. What's this up, is man? so easy. It's wow. so easy. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it is. She lied about uh, being naked right? on the internet currently, and she's not sharing the money, but we live in a community property state, and half of her money is yours in a divorce. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, 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 I think she should keep it up. I think that... Oh, no. no, for real. No, I, I'm being for real. Keep it up, or unless husband. The, here's what's interesting about this. This was interesting. You're not all the way mad about it, because you're halfway mad about it. Because the other half of you is like, I'm not getting any of that money. Yeah. So what's important to you, husband? Is it important to you that she just shuts it all the way down? Because you need help with this decision. You didn't say she needs to shut it down. And most people, I would believe, if that is a problem for you, I'm not saying that it's not, you believe it should be shut down. These were old videos. It happened before you. And by the way, to, to Ursula, what Ursula said, there's a lot of things, fellas, trust me, there's some questions. Stay away from asking, bruh. Don't ask but some don't, of those questions because some think- questions might hit you and hurt you in your heart and you can't unsee them when or unthink them anymore. When your past life is public and yes. current and published, that is different than having a story you're not sharing. Yes. Hey, man. Yeah, yeah there's, there's certain things that I would expect before going into a long-term commitment that those things would have been shared. You know who T-Pain is? T-Pain used to say, I'm in love with the... Go ahead. <laughs> you bring up a good point. What mama don't know don't hurt her in most cases, but it seems what daddy knows can cause a little ruckus in the household as well. Seems to be stretching what's tolerable and just plain weird with this online account, especially when it's done behind the back initially. Now, when you see how much she's making with the whole shindig, seems like the tone is lightened up a bit, but it doesn't change how your friends are seeing the lady online. I can see clearly now. <laughs> I personally couldn't pull through this with this myself. I'd have to make some new friends without telling them at all about my romantic life, I'd say. Ursula, I said earlier today in the show, I said the internet is forever. It it, It is, yeah. It's forever. Yes. So no matter what, that's there to stay. Yeah. What are your partners that already screen recorded it? You feel me? They already talking about it. But don't you think it's like out of courtesy to your partner, you tell him or her that 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 exists so they're not blindsided oh you know your your buddies laughing about what they've seen about your wife that you don't know about i don't know that that would upset me nick would you want her to take it down yeah i would chef would you want her to take it down even a question man yes (laughs) g would you want her to take it down no g just wants the money Wait, hold on. Wait. No, 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 no. I know. That's my cut. Whoa, 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 whoa. You guys are asking honestly. Let me go ahead and answer that. You're not going to take it down? And I'm getting no money? Oh, I'm out of here. I'll take half. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm going to divorce court right now. How about that, Ursula? 
Yeah, I said that. And then that's only because you don't get the money. Now, if you start giving me some of the money, let it ride, literally. (laughs) Coming up next here on the GNRC Show, we have agree to disagree. It is the GNRC Show.